January 22nd, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change coming to you from an ice-cold, snow-covered, ice-laden gem city. Dwayne Long, our trusted insider in Columbus, has seen the same. Dwayne, are you staying warm? Trying to. Uh, already tired of winter, and we're almost, uh, we're still in January, so uh, I'm about to get over that. We all warmed up a little bit yesterday when Ohio State received a commitment from class of 2020 offensive lineman Jacob James out of Cincinnati Elder. Kind of a surprising early Cincinnati commitment given the fact that most guys from Cincinnati require a little more love and care. It's clear there is a thrust to get the 2020 class loaded with offensive linemen. Dwayne, it's something you've talked about a lot. What do you think of the James addition? And then how are you seeing the offensive line shape up for the 2020 class in terms of what you wanted? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of this kid. He's a battler. He's got good feet. He's got a good body on him. You know, we're not going to – I don't like us bringing in these kids. The first thing you got to do is trim them down before you can start uh, getting them in the weight program. You know, you're first trying to straighten out their nutrition, and they're doing more stuff that is about burning burning off the excess than it is about uh, getting stronger. And this kid's got a great frame on him. I love his level of competition. I think this is an outstanding get. I believe that he could be the tackle on the right side uh, opposite Paris Johnson. Overall offensive line, this is, this is exactly what we wanted. This is These are outstanding guys. Part of the problem with the offensive line is some really bad decisions, some bad evaluations on uh, offensive linemen when Warner was here. Now, he's an outstanding offensive line coach, but he wasn't the warmest personality, and uh, there's some question about decisions that were made on on talent, like with Kevin Federer and uh, the kid I can't remember from South Dakota. There were some definite reaches there that did not help us at all, never – I don't think either one of them ever played it down. We're still coming out of that. Uh, losing some guys early, that's another thing that's hurt us. But getting a, getting a step ahead, looks like we're going to end up with a, a better class in 2019 class than we had anticipated. Because it looks like we're going to hold on to Nestor. And uh, Johnson looks like he's going to be a Buckeye. And that kid right there, I'm telling you, uh, I see a Thayer Mumford coming out of that, just a, a kid who uh, uh, bloomed late. You take some weight off of that kid. Uh, you see him play basketball. You just cannot believe that a kid that big is moving like that. He moves so well. Uh, we're gonna, we're, we're, I like what's happened with the 2019 class. We're off to a great start in 2020. And there are some guys in state that we need to look at. It's a much better class in the state of Ohio for 2020, period, not just linemen. Yeah, we'll get to Dewan Jones here in a second, the Indianapolis lineman who, if he's not the biggest human being in the Midwest, he's in the mix. Things are sounding good there. We'll talk about it. But let's just go into 2020 here a little bit. you got seven commitments. They did have a commitment from Legend Cavazos, the defensive back from down south, but he decommitted. So they have seven commitments right now. All on offense, three offensive linemen. 
it would be kind of ironic to have the tackles of the future be bookends from Cincinnati, given our struggles to close in that area with offensive linemen in the recent past. But very interesting. You've got two wide receivers, three offensive linemen, a quarterback, and a running back in that class. I can't remember a time when they only had seven commitments and all were on offense. So it'll be very interesting to see how they patch together the rest of the group. But like you said, the offensive line is coming together beautifully. Let's get to uh, Dewan Jones, the big offensive lineman, releases top five. It's no surprise that Ohio State is in there. Some think he's a project. He is literally six foot eight and well over 300 pounds. You mentioned that you are interested. You see enough there that you think he's worth the investment. Oh, absolutely, Dan. I think this kid, it's just a matter of getting his weight under control and that he moves so well. They're listening to 360. If he was 380, it wouldn't surprise me. He moves so well. He's getting out. He's making second-level blocks. He's he's attacking linebackers and even defensive backs, and, and he's able to do that at that weight. You get this kid down to about 320, I'm telling you, he could be – and that's just – that's the only thing that's wrong. That's the only reason he's not higher rated is because I know a lot of people that think he's too big uh, and he's going to have a weight problem his entire time he's in college and just dismissed him. I'm not – because here's the, here's the thing. At his current weight, he can play. He can at least play guard, if not right tackle, at this current weight. He's so light on his feet. Uh, like I said, you got to see him play basketball. Then you say, wow, that's where you really get the idea of how athletic this kid is. Uh, I, I'm, I'm highly impressed with him. I'm glad that he, that uh, we're, we're going to take him. I think he's, he's a kid that can play. At 320, he could definitely play right tackle and maybe even play left tackle. Who knows how much more agile he's going to be when he gets his weight under control. It's not just the feet if you watch him play basketball. He's got nice touch around the basket. He's a coordinated kid. He's an athlete. Uh, definitely looks like a basketball player first who has maybe shifted to football because his body type has taken him there. I want to make a small announcement here before we go any further. Today at noon on Facebook, you can get the entire list of five stars from 24-7 in the class of 2019. Everything has been redone and reconfigured. Go on to the message boards and click on the link that will be provided for you on the front row, and you can check out the top 32. There will be some Buckeyes in there. A little bit on next year right now, Dwayne. We talked a little about this heading into the show here as we were prepping. It was one guy on offense and one guy on defense, so we don't hear as much about right now that he needs to step up next year for the team to be effective. Well, on offense, uh, obviously we've lost our center. And you've got left tackle and center. Well, we got left tackle covered. Those are the two most important positions on the offensive line. Uh, so my, uh, the guy that has just uh, disappeared into the, into the whack and uh, not to be heard from since uh, signing day is Matthew Jones. We need a center. Uh, I'm I'm not convinced that we have a, a guy. Uh, if you look at the current roster, Brady Taylor has decided uh, to get on with life. He's not going to be back, so we can't look at him. And he was the backup, the designated backup all year, or at least until he got hurt. Uh, we got to have a center in there. So Matthew Jones, I believe, is highly important. Uh, you know, we've got Harry Miller coming in, and he's the best center prospect that I've seen 
I, I don't want to count that many years. He's just that good. But at the same time, he is uh, he's going to be a freshman. And starting as a freshman is that's that's just on the offensive line. That just really is not a an ideal situation. Matthew Jones has been in the weight room. He's been in the system. He's learned so many things about uh, line calls and all that that the center has to have down. So I'm going with Matthew Jones. Maybe Harry Miller is going to be uh, that kind of kid that can come in and play right away. But uh, we got to have a center, and I'm going with Matthew Jones. On defense, I'm going to say Baron Browning. He's got to – the kid is just so athletic, and we are hurting so bad there. I mean, anybody can uh, uh, look at our linebackers and say they, you know, outside of Malik Harrison, the second half of the year, in particular the last four or five games, he was really very good. Uh, nobody else has stepped up. Nobody – Tough Borland just – no, he's not – I don't know if it was uh, the the injury, but he just I see him get outran consistently every game. He's just not the athlete that we need there. Uh, he misses tackles. That's we need somebody to step in there and just be the glue. Now I'm a believer that Browning should move outside where he's got less responsibilities. If I say defensive end, but if not defensive end, outside linebacker. And we need another outside linebacker. We've got one linebacker that I have confidence in. Uh, if uh, if if Baron Browning is going to live up to his massive expectations, he's got to be a better player, and that's going to make us a better defense. No question. We could spend, you know, as I was doing some review for the show, we could spend – Every show talking about the linebackers, it is such a glaring issue right now in terms of there's some other spots on the team I think need personnel updates, obviously, for graduation but or you know guys headed off to the league that need re- to be replaced. But just in terms of overall quality of play, I could see some serious changes going down at linebackers. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by once again, 12 noon, Facebook Live, 24-7 Sports. They will reveal all 32 five-stars for the class of 2019. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a great Tuesday, Bucknutters.